A very good day to you. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com. It's Monday, November 23rd. Lawyers for three neighbors of the Cricket Valley gas-powered electric generating plant in Dover have filed an amended lawsuit calling for the facility to be shut down. Attorneys Josh Douglas and Michael Sussman have updated their suit, originally filed in March and never responded to by the Cricket Valley owners. Then COVID-19 hit, shutting down the court system. Attorney Douglas says new evidence has surfaced, prompting the updated suit. There's a Harvard study that came out just recently over the last few months that says that if you live in areas of poor air quality, you have a more li- you're more likely to die from COVID if you get it. Because you're breathing in stuff already that's bad for your immune system, it's bad for your body, it's bad for your health. And if you get COVID while you're living in an area of poor air quality, you're kind of screwed. The lawsuit has been filed in Dutchess County State Supreme Court. The MTA continues to seek a multi-billion dollar bailout from the federal government to cover its losses from the continued coronavirus pandemic. Significant capital improvements on the Port Jervis rail line are on hold, says Metro North President Kathy Rinaldi. The 20 to 24 um, MTA capital program is essentially on hold right now because of some of the funding issues that we're having. So because the construction of the passing sidings and the midpoint yard are part of that 20 to 24 capital program, unfortunately, you know, those projects along with the rest of that, that capital program are on hold right now. Last spring, when the virus forced an entire economic shutdown, ridership on MTA systems was virtually nil. Hudson River keeper Paul Gallet is retiring from the post he's held for the past 11 years, but plans to continue his community service career. Gallet says the Riverkeeper organization has made many accomplishments during his tenure. I'm pretty excited about all the major milestones that we've reached, the impending closure of Indian Point, a ban on fracking in New York State, the rejection of the Anchorage's plan for crude oil shipment on the Hudson, uh, the abandonment of the plan to build storm barriers across the mouth of the Hudson. Uh, there's been a lot that's been done, but I think the biggest change is the way we're working with communities to harness their incredible energy to make the Hudson safer and um, more biodiverse and a better place to be. Galley plans to step aside in six months. As students return home for the Thanksgiving break, SUNY representatives shared optimistic results regarding their mandatory COVID-19 testing. SUNY Chancellor Jim Malatro said Friday afternoon during a visit to the SUNY New Paltz campus, out of 140,000 students tested within two weeks before the break, there were approximately 850 positive cases and an 0.5% positivity rate out of 510,000 tests conducted since mandatory testing began at the beginning of the semester. We've done more testing than some states in the nation have done since the beginning of the pandemic. We've done more in two and a half, three months than they've done over the course of the entire crisis. And if we were a state, we'd have the lowest positivity rate in the nation. That is really impressive. That's not me controlling the virus, and that's not President Christian controlling the virus. It's the actions and activities of our students, our faculty, and our staff. That's who controls the virus. According to both Malatros and SUNY New Paltz President Donald Christian, Students have been extremely cooperative and responsible about testing. Republican congressional hopeful Shel Farley 
has conceded defeat to incumbent Democrat Sean Patrick Maloney in the 18th New York district race. She called the campaign an incredible journey and said she's seriously considering running again in two years. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com.